0: We would like to acknowledge the Ghana people and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge their spiritual connection to the land on which this podcast is recorded. As part of the oldest living culture in the world, we draw inspiration from their deep knowledge of traditional foods, medicine and remedies.
1: If we are able to show a mortality benefit for sepsis it has the potential to change the way this really common disease is managed globally.
0: From the Central Adelaide Local Health Network this is Research Pulse where we discuss the latest world-class health research from Carlin and how it's contributing to world-class care.
2: How could Vitamin C save the lives of people in the intensive care unit? In this episode we delve into exciting new research, which is using megadoses of a derivative of vitamin C called sodium ascorbate that could change the way sepsis is managed worldwide. It's a disease that leads to one in five deaths. To find out more, we're joined in the Research Pulse studio by Associate Professor Mark Plummer, Head of Research and Innovation in the Intensive Care Unit at the Royal Adelaide Hospital. Mark, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me, Drew. Mark, you work in ICU as a clinician. Why are you interested in tackling sepsis?
1: So I mentioned sepsis because we see it so frequently. And I think sepsis is an underrecognized disease. One in five people worldwide will die from sepsis. And it's sort of the end disease process of things that people do hear commonly, like pneumonia or a urinary tract infection. If that evolves and the bacteria enters the bloodstream, it can cause organs to shut down and that process is sepsis and septic shock. And it's a major problem for us in intensive care and one which I think we need new solutions for.
2: One in five is a disturbing figure to say the least, Mark, and you're saying we need new treatments for it. What are some of the current treatments for it?
1: So the current treatments are antibiotics and the earlier you get the antibiotics in, the better. And apart from that, it's, it's really the role of the intensive care team is just to support the organs to allow the body time to recover. So it's, it's antibiotics, we give medication to support the blood pressure, we can support the kidneys if the kidneys shut down, and then it's just time. But other than that, we haven't really got anything else in our arsenal.
2: Well, that's what we're speaking to you about, is developing something new, hopefully, for that arsenal, and you're leading a multi-centre trial to see if megadoses of a vitamin C derivative is effective in treating septic shock. Why vitamin C, and what's the derivative?
1: So we have received $5 million worth of funding to determine whether this derivative of vitamin C called sodium ascorbate could be effective. Vitamin C is a, an antioxidant, and we, we need it to survive, so we get it in our diet, and the role is to really mop up oxidative stress in the body when that occurs, and when the body shuts down from sepsis, it's due to an overproduction of these oxygen-free radicals which cause tissue destruction, and so vitamin C is your body's defense against that. And we think that if we can give extremely high doses, it may overcome the shock state in response to the infection. And vitamin C itself has been trialled pretty extensively over the last 40 or 50 years. And I suppose the key difference between our trial and what's been done previously is the nature of the vitamin C itself itself vitamin c is ascorbic acid and in the name it's 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 like vinegar it's acidic which is not a good thing when your body has septic shock and so we're using a salt formulation which returns the ph or uh, the, the vinegar state more towards what the body's used to and that's the major difference
2: Mark, you mentioned we get vitamin C in our diet, but obviously that's not an adequate amount to deal with it. You're talking a mega dose. So in a layperson's term, what would that be equivalent to in, say, oranges, for a better description?
1: So the dose is huge. So it would be the equivalent of about 5,000 oranges that we give, and we, we don't give it through the mouth. We give it intravenously, so into the veins.
2: That's a phenomenal amount of vitamin C when you put it in that context.
1: It is. Yeah, it's a, it's a very high dose. We've done dosing studies in sheep actually to try and work out what the effective dose is. And, and certainly in the sheep studies, it appears that that sort of 5,000 orange level of vitamin C is the minimum effective dose.
2: Well, you mentioned previous trials. You've done previous trials. How effective has it been in treating sepsis in your preclinical work?
1: So the preclinical work has been conducted at the Florey Institute in Melbourne by our research team. We have been amazed at what we've seen so far. So in trials of this mega dose of vitamin C in sheep, we've seen results that the research team haven't seen in 20, 30 years of sepsis research. So a dramatic reversal in organ damage very, very quickly, even without
2: antibiotics. That's a remarkable result. You're talking about dramatically affecting death rates.
1: So, in the sheep studies, that's certainly what we've seen now. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. There are some major differences between sheep and humans. And so, the next step really is to conduct the trials and see if we can replicate what we've seen in sheep in humans.
2: Well, you're looking at a unique formulation of vitamin C so that you said you haven't seen before. If this is as effective as you hope, What will be the clinical impact?
1: So I think one of the big advantages of this product is that it's cheap, it's off-patent, it's very stable, it doesn't require particular conditions to be stored, and so it can be rolled out very quickly if it is shown to be effective, and it's cheap, and so it can be easily distributed worldwide. If we are able to show a mortality benefit for sepsis it has the potential to change the way this really common disease is managed globally
2: mark it's really exciting and important research that literally has global impacts all the best for the trial associate professor mark Plummer, head of research and innovation in the icu at the royal adelaide hospital thanks for joining us for this research pulse podcast thanks so much for having me drew
0: Thank you for listening to Research Pulse. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your colleagues and friends. If you'd like to contact us, you can find an email address in this episode description. This podcast was developed by the Central Adelaide Local Health Network.